Good morning. Wow, I think no matter how old I get, this is always going to be really intimidating. So there's that. Um, my name is Olivia Nab. As Sam said, I'm a 2020 graduate of York College, and this place really means a lot to me. So I'm really happy to be here. Thank you all for having me. One of my fatal flaws is that I have to have a plan. I think this characteristic can be a little bit deceiving. Of course, it means I always know what I want at a restaurant because I've Googled the menu two days before going. Um, but there's a glaring downside, I think, to always knowing what you want. I'm the person that if you say we're leaving the house at 8, I'll be waiting by the door, ready to go with the car warmed up on the dot. Now, I really like to think that as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little more flexible, but admittedly, um, this characteristic gets in the way. Because even though I've carefully planned a routine with enough time to get out the door on schedule, I will either need more time to get ready or I'll realize that my car needs to be filled up with gas or my dog will decide that this is the perfect time to carefully strewn my trash can contents throughout my house. It's inevitable. Life just happens. When I made the decision to pursue a further degree in ministry at Abilene Christian, it was because of this very fact. I've always tried to have the next step planned out, well thought out, and carefully curated. Through my time at York, of course, plans shifted, but more or less, I always knew what I wanted to do. When I graduated York in 2020, the plan had to change dramatically. Um, and through a series of events, I ended up in a position where it felt a little like someone had strewn the contents of the neat and tidy trash can of my life all over the floor. Life just happened. I used to believe that God had an equally thought-out plan for me as I did for my own life. And as long as I was good and followed him, that I would adhere to that specific plan. But I don't think that I believe that anymore. I think that if God calls us to do anything truly specific, it is to love others, to fight for justice, to be kind, to respect ourselves, to ask really hard questions, and to seek him. And it is the turning of our talents into these actions of love that make us participants in the work of God's kingdom. I think it's really tempting to believe that our divine purpose lies in a specific job, a specific relationship, or a specific talent. And while these types of blessings, I believe, are meant to be enjoyed, they are not what defines you to God. What defines you to God is actually something that's out of your control. You do not get to define the level at which God loves you. That is set, and it is permanent, and it is infinite. And sometimes I think I really miss this, because I am waiting on what I have planned next that will finally prove to God that he should love me. And maybe some of you are waiting as well. Waiting to graduate, waiting to start a new job, waiting for your spring break plans, waiting for your summer internship. I would really encourage you to not let your waiting 
get in the way of noticing and engaging in the life that is happening right in front of you. Be so present. (laughs) The purpose that God has called you to is happening in the now. I think one of the beautiful things about being creations of God is that he has endowed each of us with talents and gifts. The things that make us unique, I believe, are meant to be tools utilized to create a life of service to him. But they do not define you to God. I'll close with this. In John 15, Jesus is teaching his disciples and uses the analogy of a vine to describe our relationship to him. He tells his disciples that he is the vine and God is the gardener cultivating and caring for the plant and we are the branches connected to this vine. He says that branches can't bear fruit if they're not attached to the vine and cared for by the gardener. And I really think that what Jesus is saying here is if you're not grounded and rooted in some sort of purpose, then what's the point? You aren't going to produce anything useful if there's not something you're grounded in. And here, Jesus is asking us to be grounded in him. His mission should be the constant in our lives as Christians. Now, one thing I can promise you is that life is going to happen. There will be things that happen that are out of your control that mess up the plan, and probably most of you in this room have already experienced some of those things. But if you are rooted and grounded in a purpose and dedicated to using your gifts for that purpose, then I promise you, you are not going to make a wrong decision. I know I have talents, gifts. I know I'm smart, and I know that I contribute to rooms I'm in, but if there's no reason for me to use these gifts, then why would I need them? For me as a Christian, I believe my purpose is to love others, like Jesus says in the Gospels. And it might look different for you. I would really challenge you to ask yourself that question. And even if Christianity isn't something that you align yourself with, I think that we can all agree that loving each other, respecting each other, Treating one another with kindness is an appropriate goal. This passage in John closes with Jesus saying this. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command. Love each other. Thank you.